Welcome to my podcast. Um, I am the Redneck Hustler. So, previous on my segment one, I was talking about um, side hustle and all that. So, I was talking about the ups and downs of DoorDash and Uber Eats and Postmates and Grubhub and all that. Um, then I talked a little bit. I talked about the, you know reselling on you know eBay and Facebook and all that. This one I kind of want to talk more about the reselling aspects. So when I first got into uh, basically a side hustle because you know I worked a full time job and you know you know everything I made went all to bills and. All that didn't really leave much um, didn't really leave much for what you wanted to buy you know stuff that you wanted to uh, um, wanted to own wanted to buy You know, I, you know, my thing is I like tech, I like smartphones and, you know, computers and video games and all that. So, first thing I wanted to start out, I started watching YouTube videos because I started seeing people advertise, you know, these big old Gaylord things uh, full of return merchandise of... You know, Walmart and Target, Amazon, and I'm like, what is this? So I decided to watch some YouTube videos. So I watched YouTube videos on, on you know, different people doing different av- avenues of stuff that they were doing. You know, um, where they get their stuff, where they buy their, you know. Uh, buy their liquidation, you know, it's either um, different uh, sites you can bid on, you know, different, you know, case lots or lots or uh, Gaylord and stuff. It's basically a big Gaylord is basically a big old cardboard thing on a pallet. It's filled to the brim, you know, or just filled up, you know, half filled up. You know, it's basically called a Gaylord kind of a weird um, you know names when I when I first started to get into this um, I contacted one of the people that were out uh, in my area selling you know return stuff um, and they you know I talked to him on the phone and they kept talking about the Gaylord this the Gaylord that and I'm just like I like I don't understand and I, I kind of giggled about it so like Gaylord I'm like in the hell is he talking about? And so I actually was like, okay, before we go on any further, I had to ask him, what is a Gaylord? And he ended up telling me what the Gaylord is and the terms and all that. And I'm like, okay, makes sense. So after a few times of using it and all that, I didn't laugh anymore. I kind of laugh about it now just because it, you know, kind of reminiscing on when I first started about it. Um, so, 
There was a guy in, this, in my town selling his Gaylord's return stuff from different ones. It was mainly from Walmart. And the thing about Walmart items, there's different classes of Walmart stuff. If you go through like B stock, to go through B stock, you had to have a reseller's license through your state. You basically had to have basically a license to buy from them. You had to upload the document and all that kind of stuff. So you actually had to show that you're kind of a legitimate company. Um, so the B stock is later on. I'll get there. The first one, the first time we go into, was a guy here in town that got Walmart stuff. Couldn't figure out where he got his Walmart stuff from, but he he got truckloads of it for hardly anything. And this stuff was nutty. I mean, it, I don't think it was from B stock, but it had been been from somewhere else because this stuff. Some of it was just plain crap. Plain crap. I mean, uh, some of it was actually really good. We found out fairly quickly what to steer away from and what to uh, migrate to. We found out that selling on Facebook Marketplace was the way to do it to get the best money for our buck. Basically, we spend, you know, three, four, five hundred dollars on a Gaylord, and most of the time we didn't actually get Gaylords. It was basically just product uh, stacked six feet, seven foot tall on a pallet for five hundred dollars. Literally thousands, thousands of dollars on this pallet. And mainly the stuff that we got was kitchen stuff. It was kitchen stuff, you know, air fryers and, you know, it was all like house good stuff. That was the money maker because most of the time you post on Facebook. Heck, we even came up with our own uh, Facebook group that we had about a thousand people in that we've sold to throughout the five six months that we were uh, in business for many of them were repeat some of them were just one time they were looking for one item and that was it we made quite a bit of money off of just selling on Facebook that was nice um, we were going through about one of those big tall ones, six, seven foot tall one, and two other ones, two smaller ones, in about a week's time. That is moving product fast. We were told by several people that we were selling things so fast, we actually had to meet people. I never, I guess they never, I very rarely had people meet at my house unless I trusted them or it was a big item that I didn't have room in my car to 
meet with them. So they had to come by the house. And so after a few times of meeting with them, uh, and, and think about Facebook too, the people that are messaging you, you can look at their profile and see what kind of person they are. You can actually go into the person and actually look at what kind of stuff they post. I would say probably a good 75% of the times that we sold to people were all women. They were all women looking for the best deal. And this is not before Christmas. This is not summertime. We hit it at like right at January or February. Right after the Christmas time where people didn't really have a lot of money. So we hit it probably at the right time without us really knowing what was really going on. I mean, not going into figures, but I was, we, were, we were making a pretty good amount of dough. And moving product pretty fast. So about a month and a half of doing that. Um, the person we were going through, they weren't really reliable. Like, um, perfect example is, uh, it was like a Friday night that we ended up getting like a few pallets and didn't have a lot of stuff on it, but we moved it fairly quick within a day, Saturday night. We had a majority of it gone. And that's, you know, testing it, make sure all the pieces were there, make sure it wasn't broken. Uh, if I had to, you know, wash things up, make it, you know, clean, you know, clean it up. Because most of the time I, had, I had, did have to clean, uh, clean things up on it. Um, several things, you know, have been used. But some of the stuff I had to throw away because it just, uh, it was dirty. And I didn't want to take uh, the time for a 10 or $15 item. Yes, I know it's money, but um, it just wasn't worth my time when I could spend more time on a 40 or 50 or $60 item I can clean up real quick and sell pretty quick instead of a 10 or 15 item I might hold on to for, you know, a couple of days or a week for $15, 10 or $15. I might put it off the side and do it later, but most of the time I had so many of that I couldn't even make it to all that. Until I got down to where I needed, you know, I needed something to sell. I had people looking for this, looking for that. I had to, you know, like, okay, hey, I got this. It's not 100%, you know, all the pieces there, but they were, you know, looking to make a deal. One time, you know, I needed product. And it was like a Saturday night or Sunday. And I went to these people, you know, I spent a lot of money with them. And they're like, hey, we're sorry we're closed. You have to, you know, come by. I think they're closed Mondays. So it'd be like Tuesday. I couldn't get product. And I was out. So we, we basically said, you know what? We need something more reliable and all that. So we went into uh, uh, B-Stock. Started bidding on items. We had, we had cash to do that. So we bid on, bid on things. Um, we, we also had uh, some funding from outside uh, of what we made. I mean, on top of what we made, we, we had 
you know, outside sources that helped us um, get what we needed. But we, we ended up getting B-Stock uh, a truckload. A truckload. I'm talking about, you know, 18 pallets for, le for like four or five grand. This was like forty to fifty thousand dollars worth of items on it. It is all Walmart items. This is all good stuff, and it was manifested. I, I say manifested. It was it was manifested to a point. You can look at stuff that they know it's on there, and you can look at it, and you can research. We did a lot of research, find out what's our top item, and basically you take the first four or five items that top on there and say they are no good let's say they are not there broken um missing piece dirty whatever the case may be take those out and look at the other stuff are you going to be able to make money on that we ended up looking at all that had multiple items on there that we're definitely going to make our money back so before we actually bid on that, we did a little research. You had to have a, uh, a dock for that semi-truck to back into and unload. You can't do that at the house. They would not uh, ship to a house at all. It had to be a place of business with a dock, a, you know, an 18-wheeler dock. So we had to think, okay, bigger than our house so we ended up renting a storage place in a cave uh, was probably about 500 square eh, I say probably about a thousand square feet wasn't the biggest but was big enough to hold the palace we needed so we ended up getting place we had cash on hand. We ended up uh, settling on, on that for because I had a dock that we had to, you know, literally right down, right outside the place. And so, wasn't the only dock that, you know, our, our only dock. Like it wasn't, we owned it. it. Wasn't that everyone in that place owned it? So, and yet I still had a full-time job. So I did this, uh, you know. We, we, we did all, we, we got everything, we got it in, and we were going through these Gaylords and these pallets full of stuff, and I tell you what, stuff that was manifested was there, but there's also a lot of stuff that was not manifested at all. Uh, I found several items on there that weren't even manifested, um, that were big ticket items, you know, two, three, four hundred dollars, that weren't even manifested. I mean, that's just awesome. I mean, we're talking literally thousands of items in these Gaylords and these pallets, trampolines and stuff. Um, then that—that's how we—that's how we started. We were uh, had our own place in the cave for five, six months, till basically um, we couldn't uh, we couldn't handle it. She worked full-time. I worked full-time. There was no way we could have done it. Uh, and that. We were spending 
you know, eight hours at our jobs, working there at the caves from, you know, time we get off work to get, you know, to get there till eight or nine o'clock at night. And then not even uh, counting uh, like Friday nights were a big, big times where we stayed there until uh, nine, ten o'clock because people were, you know, still shopping and all that. We had it all set up, you know, with the Gaylords open, all that. It was, it was cool. Um, but the, uh, you know, it was just, you know, every day, you know, we worked. 15, 16 hours at a time, and it's just, it got, it got old really quick. Weekends didn't have it to ourselves. I mean, daughter was there helping too, so it's just, just crazy. We ended up uh, closing that down, sold everything, um, and got out of there. Um, that's when I started really uh, looking at different items where I could have stuff shipped to my house. A sell, a sell online. That's what I was talking about earlier about make sure you buy something that is, you know, it can be shipped to your house and have your own like shelves and your own inventory and make sure it's light. You don't know, have shipping, too, you know, too much shipping. You know, bigger items, heavier items are going to cost you in shipping. So the smaller and most valuable it is, the most money you're going to get out of it. Or the most money you're going to get back, and your, of course, your ship or your your uh, selling fees, something to think about too. Um, so you got to weigh your your how much you're gonna, you know, how much you want to get back, how much profit and all that, and how much time you want to invest in it. You know, something if you do it from your house, it's going to take take you some time. You know, because throughout the day something sells, throughout the night it sells. So you work your full-time job, you come home, you're listing things on Amazon, eBay, or Mercury, take pictures and all that, listing, and then you're also shipping things, you're testing things, it's all that. Now if you buy stuff new, you don't have to test it. That's simple and easy, you know, you basically package up and go. That's the ideal. But you're, um, you're not going to get it as much, uh, as, as, the, the, the price on buying it is going to be, you know, very minimal. So your uh, margins on your what's um, you're going to buy it at and what you're going to sell it at is going to be smaller. And if you buy things that are returned, may not be 100% new condition, but if you you know, can you know find some items that are you know fairly in good shape to sell, you don't have to test. And they're fairly small, ideal. They're perfect, you know. So that's that's what you want to do. That's why I'm at now. Um, you know, selling fees you gotta think about end of the month with eBay. It's it's gonna eat you alive. Um, so whatever you make off those items throughout the month, don't spend that money yet. Or if you're gonna spend the money, spend the money on items that, or uh, a lot or whatever, that is going to make your money back before the end of the month. So if you buy something, and I guess they're two weeks into the, to the you know thing in the sales, you want that money back as 
quickly as you can so you can pay your, your, your selling fees shipping fees and all that and you know keep the money in, in your in your pocket and all that um, just you know you you don't, definitely don't want to uh, um, buy bulky big items your your selling fees you know um, are gonna kill you plus your shipping fees are gonna kill you and so the money you're gonna make back is not as much money um, if you buy you know smaller items and granted sometimes you can't help it on um, stuff that you buy on you know liquidation.com and other ones like that um, direct liquidation.com um, may not be able to help what I have come in there so you've got to think outside the box too okay I normally sell it on eBay but this big old item uh, I could probably sell for a hundred or hundred fifty dollars uh, on Facebook I sell two hundred dollars on eBay or whatever shipping fees gonna kill you and your um, your uh, seller fees are gonna kill you so by the time you make up that fifty dollars if you can sell it on Facebook for fifty dollars uh, for 150 if you sell it on eBay for 200 your fifty dollars is gonna be almost eaten up by the time you sell it on eBay so take that fifty dollar loss and move it on Facebook or let go or offer up you don't have shipping fees you don't have uh, you don't have uh, selling fees on that so it, you, you you didn't come out ahead so do your research you know find out you know what you're gonna make your most money at where you gonna make your most money at without a lot of trouble that's the key thing right there money 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 in your pocket you know if you can sell something for uh, two or three dollar profit that's two dollars two or three dollar profit that you didn't have before if you don't sell it so anything and everything counts so that's segment two I know I ran on but I think I have some pretty good um, info on that so take it what you will you can always message me any questions any concerns anything I'm wrong on that anything that helped me or if you just want to uh, um, if you just want to uh, come on and as I could guess then perfect I'm all for it so anyways you guys have a good rest of your day talk to you later Thank you for listening. Redneck Hustler here, out. Hello all, this is the Redneck Hustler. Back to you with another episode. Might sound a little bit different today. Uh, I do have a cold. I've been uh, down and out for the last few days. Um, also on that, uh, had a, uh, well, since, uh, oh, five days ago, uh, two-star hurting. So I got that too, which, you know, 
I'll have to get that looked at. Um, anyways, so this is a, a mixture of a whole bunch of different episode or different uh, topics on one, uh, just because I don't want to have to do uh, you know two or three, four episodes. <coughs> Sorry. So I haven't done a, you know an episode for a while, but uh, talk about the politics. Uh, for a little bit. So, politics has been quite interesting the past few weeks. We, uh, you know, they had a, a shortage of, uh, of uh, air traffic control people and they uh, basically opened up the government for that because I knew how dire the uh, the problem you know the problem is you know the government people not working like or not getting paid people are not going to work which I understand if I was a government you know person I'm not if I'm working I'm not getting paid you know I'm going to have to do uh, something else the times that I would be at work making money out working, uh, you know, doing DoorDash or Instacart, Uber Eats or Uber or Lyft, um, shipped, uh, script. Uh, there's several other ones out there, and there's only so much you know a person can take. You know, they're not going to get paid for a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay, you get back pay on that no matter what. But if you're not going to get paid, you got bills you got, you know, that has to be done. You know, that has to be paid. You know, so you go on any more than a couple of weeks, you're going to start getting behind. Yes, I know you're going to get, you know, you're going to get money, you know, for back pay and all that, but that doesn't really help you now. Or in a, a week or two, you know, you're not getting any money coming in at all. You can go six months not working, but you're going to get your back pay. That'll help you right now. If you continue working, you're not going to get money. Uh, you know, uh, people say that you, you know, money doesn't make the world go round or doesn't, uh, you don't need money. Uh, in this day and age, you do need money. Maybe back when. You know, the 20s and the 30s where, you know, things were fairly cheap at the time and all that. But, man, the cost of living in the past, you know, five five years, even 10, 15 years, go back 20 years, has doubled or tripled. But the cost of living uh, has really you know, uh, I should say, the cost of living is about double or triple what it has been. Uh, so I'm retracting what I said. The cost of living is uh, is doubled, tripled. The cost of, of pay and all that really hasn't caught up other than the last five years, but still is not quite, you know, still not quite there yet. Where 
you know, they're still, you know, middle wage is at the line of being poor, you know, homeless. I mean, just things are not cheap anymore. So these people that are not getting paid, the government, I feel for them. I, you know, it's tough. You're not getting money. You know, things don't just stop. You know, things continue to go and your bills are, you know, continue to come in. Uh, it's just, uh, it's tough. And really, I'm surprised it took this long for, you know, government people, you know, air traffic controllers and, and all that. Instead of working for free, you know, just called in, you know. That will force their hand, which it did. I mean, you had a big problem that one. You know, what, a week week ago where they reopened it? Because the air traffic control people, they, they had problems at several airports, which backed up to other airports. It was a domino effect. You know, so, you know, yay for them for staying it up and, uh, and you know, saying, hey, you know, I'm not going to get paid. I'm not going to work. You know, there's only so much worse it can take. Uh, so, you know, that, under that, uh, you know, government thing, I'm glad they opened up, uh, for, what, three weeks, uh, need to work their stuff out, you know, beforehand, you know, before three weeks, because if they're going to shut it down, man, that's going to cause a lot of problems, God, I, I, I can't even imagine Trump is talking about doing emergency, uh, was emergency uh, military action or whatever it is where, you know, I can't remember what, what it is. Uh, I don't think that is right either. I don't think that's the right call. Yeah, I, I'm a big Trump supporter, but there's a standard of what I support and what I don't support. You know, I think he's doing a fantastic job other than trying to get this wall. But on the other side, other uh, aspect of it, the Democrats are being so, so selfish. You know, the people that, you know, saying that Trump is bad doing all this. Yes and no. Yes, he, he's, he's trying to make a point. He's trying to do a thing, you know, of... Of you know trying to get the board you know the, the wall or border security and all that, but the Democrats too they're not helping things either. They come up with a good deal, you know. I'm sure Trump's going to take it, but you know they're just saying no, no, no. You know Democrats come on, you're you're not doing yourself you know doing yourself justice on uh, you know helping America out, making yourself look bad. They probably don't care or anything, but it's really not Trump's fault on uh, Democrats not, you know, doing it. Um, now, you know, the shutdown has cost, I don't know, billions, billions of dollars, more than what the wall would have cost. Uh, that's ridiculous. It's going to cost the economy 
which is really going to cost you guys, really going to cost the American public. So that's one thing I don't really quite understand Trump either by shutting it down. Um, it's just it's just a bad deal all around. I mean, if our government people, president, Democrats, Republicans, pull their head out of their ass and work on a deal for the American people, it's going to be good for everyone. You know, get the wall, you know, pay for it, you know, one way or the other. Um, just just come up with, uh, you know, a, a, a you know, agreement. Don't just continue, you know, stalemate. Uncalled for. So, uh, moving on past that. Uh, haven't really... Well, I did have a FU uh, Monday uh, a few few weeks ago or whatever, wherever it was. Uh, had a uh, customer on Instacart. You know, when you ch- you know when you press the button to check out, it gives the customer saying, "Hey, uh, he's checking out." There can't be no more changes or anything like that. So I was at, at a place and I just hit that. And literally I was looking over everything, make sure I had all the items in there, make sure you know I didn't pick up something. I put it back and marked it, you know, complete or whatever. Because, you know, it's pretty good items missing and all that, bad rating. Uh, I haven't done that yet, but, you know, I make sure I double check myself all the time. But anyway, she had... A whole bunch of time. It, I went through the store in 15 minutes. It took me about five minutes there. But right when I, you know, uh, you know hit checkout, uh, basically let the customer know, hey, I'm checking out no more changes. She wanted to add something. And I literally had customers behind me uh, when she was trying to text me. Uh, she needed some filters. Normally, if I'm in the aisles or if I'm standing there looking through my stuff, um, you know, I have no problem going back and doing it. But literally, I'm sitting the stuff up on top of the conveyor belt uh, and checking out, getting ready to pay. And she's wanting me to go run back there and get some filters, all that. You know, that's time is gone. The time, the time to change things is gone. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you can't change anything at the time. I, I can't just pick everything up, put it back in my cart and go, go leave. I'm already taking up work the cashier time and people behind me the time for that. You had all this time beforehand. Why didn't you change it? So she kept texting me and saying, you're literally in the store, right? Yes, I'm checking out, but you're literally in the store. You couldn't just leave. I, I got it, you know when I was dropping it off, delivering it to her. And granted, it's her first order. It was her first order, as far as I know. Uh, no other time that she had. Well, there was her first order saying it was her name, her first order. Uh, granted, you know, she did not quite know uh, what's going on, how things work. Maybe she didn't read the description or what I was doing at the time. Because she kept saying, I have time to add some. 
no, it says there's no more time to add anything since I'm at the checkout. So she kept kept telling that. I'm like, I'm sorry. I said I would have I would have gone back and done it, but literally, that's a checkout. Getting ready to pay. That's uh, you know, it's no time to do it. And she's like, well, you know, you work in the store. You should know run back there and get it real quick. I said, no, I don't. It's my first time being at the store. I don't know where everything's at yet. Even if I did, still too late. So she wasn't too happy about that. Um, I mean, I, I like doing customer service. I don't mind doing customer service. I have no problem doing it. Just she uh, she didn't, you know, wasn't getting it. She wasn't happy. I'm pretty sure if I got a uh, not five stars, probably not a four star. If I got a uh, three and a half stars or three stars or whatever. Not very good, but oh well. You know, I did the best I could with, you know, with everything. It was literally like nine items, so it wasn't much at all. Just, uh, just uh, so that, that was my FU Monday. Uh, plus it was uh, fairly cold. I think it was snowing. So it it was a great great that day. Uh, what else was there? Uh, that was really about it. Oh, this wasn't a Monday, but it was the day before that. There was another Instacart one, and uh, they were having app problems. Uh, throughout the day. I don't know if they were having that problems at the time. I don't think they were, but uh, so person wanted 20 uh, no, 6 yams or sweet potatoes or whatever you want to you know, call them yams, sweet potatoes. They're fairly good size. They weigh quite a bit. More than what Instacart was talking about. You know, they were saying it was like 0.30 uh, ounces or pounds. It was, you know, I, I weighed one. It was like pound and a half. It was. They need to adjust that because, you know, they're bigger than, or heavy, bigger and heavier than what they're saying. So I put in there, you know, what they all weighed all together. Well, so I get a checkout, and of course. It was well over what the customer paid for or what the customer uh, was wanting. And so, you know, check out that people behind me. So they suspended it. I went, you know, took it out to customer service, had to call customer service to adjust it and proceed to pay for it and go. I was online there for, or on hold for 45 minutes at the store. So I decided... You know, I, I wanted, I had stuff that was frozen or cold that needed to be delivered. Plus, you know, there was supposed to be a certain time. Of course, I was way past that. And uh, so I, I, I took those off and continued. I stayed on hold with uh, customer service with Instacart on past that. So I ended up staying on hold, delivered the stuff 
to the person. And it was about 15 minutes home because that was the last order I took. And literally is on hold all the way home. And probably about five minutes after I got home until I needed to use my phone or my phone was about dead. Uh, so it was about... It was about an hour and 45 minutes I was on hold with with them and never got a, a single person. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous on on, on that. Uh, so they didn't get their yams. I, I, fairly good sized house. Uh, I ended up telling the situation and all that. And they're like, oh, great, good job, you know, thank you. Uh, so, no, no big deal on that. It's just you know, when, you know, you're trying to get out of the store as quick as possible, especially if you know someone should took you you know 20 minutes to shop for and, and uh, deliver, you know, or 30 minutes to shop for and deliver. It shouldn't took you you know uh, an hour and 15 minutes to do it. You know, I already took 20 minutes before that, so I was, uh, what, an hour and five minutes? And it was like 10, 15 minute drive there, so it was like an hour and 25 minutes, hour and 20 minutes, uh, took to, you know, deliver it and all that, just because they didn't pick up the phone, or I was on hold. You know, I don't know how many people would call it in at the time, but, God, I would think I would have... You know, been helped beforehand, right? <laughs> nope, nope. So, that was another, you know, F you Sunday. But I'm putting it on F you Monday. That was uh, that, not a good day. That was not a good day. So, I had two rough days. That was the day my tooth started hurting, uh, too. So, I had that too. It was irritating. Two days was not great. So, uh, uh, other than that, other than that, you know, been pretty, pretty good. This cart's doing fairly well. Uh, haven't done any DoorDash lately. Done a few Uber Eats. Uh, not too bad. Uh, that's really about it. So anyways, uh, if you guys want to share, well, not share, I guess you share different podcasts, you know, uh, that's, you know, I'd be very happy if you shared it, you know, tell, told your friend and family about, you know, a podcast and all that. Uh, if you want to, you know, live chat or, uh, you know, send me a voicemail through the, you know, Anchor or whatever. Uh, always welcome. Haven't got any of those yet. Kind of excited you know, to get my first one. Uh, you want to be part of the show about any topic, you know, p- politics, you know, anything. You know, that's one thing to uh, message me on, and uh, you know, we can talk through all that. Uh, any, anyway, sorry if I, you know, you know, I have a sneeze, but you know, congested. Uh, NyQuil uh, sinus, nice NyQuil vapor sinus, I think, or severe 
really good stuff. Really good stuff, by the way. It, it knocks you out. It's really good. I used that the last few nights and whew, really good. But anyways, thank you for listening. I hope you come back uh, another time and listen. And uh, you guys have a good rest of your day. Stay warm and God bless.